Hey leaders, welcome to the Kids Ministry Podcast. We are your co-hosts, Stephanie Chase and Stephanie Rogers. Our goal is to inspire you to be the very best leader of children and families that you can be. You'll be equipped to lead, guide, and teach kids and families. So take notes, get ready to laugh and have fun and apply all that you are about to learn. Hey, Kids Ministry leaders, welcome to today. We're going to start out with our number one goal. What is our number one goal? Well, it involves two L's, so it's going to be easier, easy for everybody to remember. Here's what we do in Kids Ministry. We love kids and we lead them to Jesus. That is easy to remember. Love kids, lead them to Jesus. Yes, and a lot of people ask, how do I love kids? How do I lead them to Jesus? Especially when they're new serving in Kids Ministry. That can be kind of hard. Yeah, but here's what we're going to do, Steph. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, the first thing we're going to do to love kids and lead them to Jesus is pray. Pray for our kiddos. So you listeners, what you want to do is you're going to get a roster or a list of kids that will be in your class. Take that home and then keep it by your bed. Keep it in your Bible. Maybe hang it on your refrigerator. That'd be kind of... That's a great idea. What do you have? Hang close to me. Yes. Keep it near me so that I'm seeing it. I'm encountering it. I'm coming across it. That's a great idea. Yes. And then that way, every time you look at it, you want to pray for the kids in your class. So we have a teacher here at our church, Champion Forest, who her name is Miss Connie. And she keeps her list and she prays for her kids every day. And she always encourages me because she says, I want to make sure that the Lord hears the names of every child in my class every day. What a great encouragement for those kids and their families. Yes. And then as you get to know the families throughout the year, you'll know specific things to pray for them because you'll hear the kids talk about it. Mm -hmm. Or maybe parents might mention it when you're greeting them at the door, when they're picking up, or when you're reaching out to them during the week. But that just makes you that much more invested in each child's life. And you're keeping up with what's happening in their life, what's going on, what's going on in their parents' life. And it reminds you, it's on your mind. So you're thinking about it when you're doing whatever during the day. And you're remembering to ask the parents at the door, how did this go? How did this test go? How did this game go? Exactly. You know, it's kind of like Jesus. Jesus had his 12 disciples, and he called them by name and invited them to come to him. And that's really what happens to us when we get a class of children, whether it's uh, six little infants <laughs> or it's 25 fifth graders. Woo! That's a handful. But um, no matter, well, so can six little infants six be. Six little yes. infants can be a big handful. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, um, once we get our little disciples that we're going to commit to disciple for the year, it's like Jesus with his disciples. And I love John 17. Um, where it's Jesus praying for his disciples. And you can look specifically at the things that Jesus prayed for his disciples. So I just want us to encourage you listeners today, if you haven't recently, um, get out John chapter 17. Make a list of everything that Jesus prayed for his disciples and begin to pray those things over the children in your class, no matter what their ages are. 
I love that because it's a privilege to get to lead these six or 12 or 15, however many are in your class kids. You have these kids for a reason and they're in your classroom for a reason. And God has put you with them and you have a purpose. And that purpose is to disciple them and lead them to love Jesus. Yes. I always tell teachers, um, you know, kids didn't choose you. Right. They got stuck with you. Mm-hmm. So what kind of leader are you? What kind of leader are they stuck with uh, or really that God has put them with for the entire year, for a lifetime, however long you're going to be teaching, right? We hope it's for a lifetime, right. don't yes. we? <laughs> <laughs> um, but we want to be that teacher who prays for them. So loving kids, leading them to Jesus. First thing we're going to do is we're going to pray. Yes. Second thing we're going to do is we are going to Lay with them. Of course. Yes, because every child loves to play, no matter what their age is. And when we're with children, we need to be playing with them because that's how we spend quality time with them. I love like looking at Jesus and his disciples. They were always walking somewhere, right? They were always sitting down and eating somewhere. Well, that's the way it is with us in kids ministry. We have our little disciples. We're pushing them in the buggy somewhere. We are sitting down having snack with them. We are playing Legos with them, whatever it is. But we need to be intentional about the unstructured moments that we have with kids to play with them because that's when quality conversations happen. That's when you can really love a child individually, intentionally, especially like our our youngers, you know, to spend our littles, mm-hmm. to spend that time loving them, caring for them, giving the attention that they need to them and affirming them during that playtime. That goes right back to praying for them as well, because the more you get to know them and understand them, what they like, what they don't like, what's going on in their life, and those intentional, unstructured moments of conversation, the better you know how to pray for your kids. Exactly. And we won't know that unless we're playing with them, because that's when they open up. I always say the best times to learn about a child's family is at snack time and play time, because when you sit down at snack and are just eating with them, they say the most amazing things. They do. My favorite one was when a four-year-old was playing in the home living center, and the teacher on Sunday morning asked her, hey, what are you doing? And she had the little pretend blender going in the cups, and she said that she was making margaritas. (laughs) (laughs) So you learn a lot about a child what they're experiencing at home or with their friends. And so take the time to play, smile, laugh, enjoy the children, because that's what Jesus did. He said, hey, guys, let the children come to me. Yes. And he let them come to him. And he spent that quality time with them. And if you're enjoying children, they're going to be enjoying you and your class. If you're having fun, they're having fun. And because our attitude really determines the atmosphere of the classroom. That is so true, Steph. Think about that. Your attitude determines the atmosphere. So if you're playing and laughing and enjoying and having a good time, the children will feel the peace and the calmness in the classroom so that they can laugh and enjoy that moment. Because when they feel the peace, when they are experiencing the laughter, then um, that's when you're 
better able to lead them to Jesus. For so, sure. Yes. So, okay. We're going to pray. Yep. We're going to play. Yep. And the third thing we're going to do is we are going to teach them. Yes. Now, what kinds of things do we teach kids on a Wednesday night, on a Sunday morning when we are loving them and leading them to Jesus? What do we, we teach them the Bible. We do teach them yes. the Bible. That's not the only thing we teach them, is it? it? We teach them the Bible. That's our most important. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. Um, but you know what? I found myself just the other day teaching a child how to tie his shoes. Right. <laughs> yes. I found, uh, the, the other day, uh, the other Sunday, I was teaching a child how to use kind words. Oh, <laughs> yes, that happens a lot, especially in preschool. Yes. yes. So there's a lot of things, leaders, that you're going to be teaching children along the way. Yep. You might teach them how to go potty. Oh, yeah. You, you might teach them how to keep their hands to themselves. Oh, yes, that's for sure. Yes, but you said it. Our number one thing we teach children is what? The Bible. Yes. That's our goal. That That's how we lead them to Jesus is by teaching them God's word. So just a few little pointers for you leaders that are listening. When you're teaching God's word, you can't teach what you don't know. That's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. So you're saying I can't just walk in unprepared and not know what I'm going to do. You cannot do that, okay. Rogers. No. Okay. You've got to study your lesson ahead of time. Read God's word. And we're going to have another podcast on how to do that. Um but you've got to read it. You've got to know it so that you can come in and you can teach the Bible. Here at Champion Forest, we use something called the Levels of Biblical Learning. Mm -hmm. And it's basically, it's biblical concepts and truths that are age appropriate for children. So we'll have another podcast on the Levels of Biblical Learning to teach you how to use that because we can't just teach everything in the Bible at once to children what? <laughs> <laughs> because they're not uh, mentally ready to or spiritually ready to be able to accept some of those deep concepts. So you're saying that someone has already gone through and thought what is age appropriate for each child at their different stages of development. Yes. And we're so thankful for Yay! those people who have done that. Yes. So we're going to make sure we're teaching the Bible. And so we want you to stay tuned for our next episode. Come back for our next episode because we are going to equip you and prepare you and give you everything you need in a simple way to teach children the Bible. Perfect. Yes. So we will see you on our next episode. Bye, Bye. you guys.